Aspirus, passion for excellence, compassion for people. It's time for Aspirus Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Have you had ongoing ankle pain? Ankle arthroscopy, also known as keyhole surgery, can be an excellent option for repairing ankle tissue that might have been damaged by a fall, a twist, or a sprain. My guest today is Dr. James Torhorst. He's a podiatrist and foot and ankle surgeon with the Spirus Riverview Clinic in Wisconsin Rapids. Welcome to the show, Dr. Torhorst. Tell us a little bit about the physiology of the ankle and how, what goes wrong with it generally. Well, good morning, Melanie. Uh, I'm here to speak today a little bit about ankles and uh, physiology of the ankle, what goes wrong with the ankle. Very often, uh, ankle injuries are caused by a predisposition for lateral ankle instability. That would be the most common cause or problem of uh, issues associated with the ankle that we're going to discuss today that could be affected uh, uh, or treated with arthroscopy. People often think that the ankle is as you say, an, ins- an unstable joint. Is this a result also of the shoes that we wear and women wearing high heels? What makes it so unstable? Because we don't think typically about doing exercises for our ankle. There are several causes of lateral ankle instability. Most of them are uh, uh, not causes by shoes uh, necessarily, but perhaps injuries uh, from types of shoes. For example, a woman in a pair of high heels or a clog-type shoe, if you were to invert your ankle, the inversion uh, could end up causing a injury or an injury to the tailor dome or the articular surface of the ankle itself due to the disposition of the foot in the shoe prior to the injury. Most of the lateral ankle instability we're discussing is a genetic predisposition or caused by an injury of that nature. How do you know if it's an acute or a chronic injury? If it's something that you did, you know you did it, is this... Is this the way that you would tell, or if it's something that's just from overuse or poor biomechanics? Most of my patients come in and and they have an idea whether or not they injured their ankle in a severe manner. Um, People who have lateral ankle instability and are recurrent ankle sprainers are the patients that I most see and that my uh, uh, brostrum repair through the scope has been most effective for. These patients are usually rolling their ankles in high school sports, rolling their ankles when they're falling off a curb. I even have patients come in and say that they feel like they're going to roll their ankle when they step on a penny. Wow. And so then what do you do for them? What's your first line of defense? Do you try anti-inflammatories or wrapping or bracing the ankle? Or what do you do for them? So a a chronic ankle sprainer uh, has usually, by the time they show up in my office, uh, tried some things to control the situation. I try to get them into a good brace for any sporting activities that they participate in. I try to make sure that they're aware of uneven surfaces, try to have them uh, acutely aware of their surroundings and their environment, the shoes they wear, what they're doing, to try to avoid recurrent ankle sprains and damage. The ankle itself, uh, once it becomes unstable, is very difficult to control, and uh, I've seen ankle instability that's uh, bad enough that these patients come in even with a brace, they still feel as though they're rolling their ankle. Once you lose the integrity and the stabilization along the anterior and anterior lateral and lateral portion of the ankle joint, which is the more common type of instability and the the type that we're talking about today. The uh, patients come to my office. We try conservative care that is bracing, ace wraps, uh, stabilization through possibly a cam boot or isolation of motion. And if they don't respond well to that, then we start talking pretty seriously about surgery. We usually get an MRI first to get some information and see if there's a lesion on the talus. And we can talk about lesions on the talus as we, as we go forward. 
So tell us a little bit about the procedure itself. If they've decided and you've helped them decide this is something that you are going to really have to do, what are you doing for them when you go in there? Well, we're very often referred these patients by other physicians who have had difficulty treating them conservatively already. So as we move forward, we very often talk about a surgical procedure that includes arthroscopy of the ankle joint. We use a small 2.7 arthroscope with a 30-degree or 70-degree bevel, which allows me to look and see exactly what's going on within the ankle joint with a very small incisions less than one centimeter each on the front portions or even the back portions of the ankle joint. Uh, Upon inspection of the ankle joint, uh, what we're looking for and what we're hoping to achieve are several different uh, uh, possible treatments, including repairs of OCDs, which are osteochondritis desiccans, which is a lesion in the articular surface or the cartilage of the talus. These uh, uh, lesions can be repaired with subchondral drilling or microfracture. They can also be repaired with uh, several different modalities, including uh, uh, chondrocytes that have been harvested uh, from uh, other people and uh, placed into the ankle joint to try to uh, recreate uh, a cartilaginous base that prevents the bone-on-bone pain that these patients get when they have lesions in their talus that create rubbing between the uh, uh, tibia and talus with their unstable ankle. We also stabilize their ankle through a scope by tightening their ligaments and repairing their ligaments to allow the ankle, once it is repaired, not to recreate those injuries and recreate those inversion injuries. And very often we're able to get these patients out of their braces and back to activities uh, without complication. Doing everything through a scope allows things to uh, happen much faster. So in the old days when we had a three-month recovery, we're now able to have patients up and walking within four weeks, and it's, it's really been a game changer. Uh, much the way knees changed and shoulders changed uh, in the past, arthroscopy of the ankle, I think, is really something that's going to become uh, bigger and uh, more important in the future. So now what is the recovery like? How soon is somebody up and around? And then is there limited range of motion after this type of procedure, and how do they regain that back? If we're performing a lateral ankle stabilization through a scope, The patient will be in a splint for three to four days, then placed into a cast for two weeks. Sutures will be removed, placed into a cast for two more weeks. And around the four-week post-op period, we remove them from the cast and put them into a boot in which they can walk for two to four weeks before we begin physical therapy. So then, once they're in physical therapy, the goal, obviously, getting the range of motion back. Will they still see any swelling? Because when people, as you say, roll their ankle and it gets swollen, They wait for the swelling to go down. They use ice, whatever. Is that going to then go away after this procedure? Is it something that can still come back? One of the most exciting uh, parts of this procedure for me as I've uh, begun doing it more and more over the past three years is the swelling is so minimal after this surgery because there are no large incisions. Everything's done through scope portals and small incisions less than two to three centimeters. The the, The swelling is minimal. And usually by four weeks when they are up and and walking, actually usually at their two-week recovery, uh, there's almost no swelling whatsoever. And and that's one of the real advantages to doing this procedure through a scope. When can they safely return to driving? (laughs) Depending upon uh, the laws in their state and depending upon uh, whether or not they're wearing a cam boot, um, they can return to driving as soon as they are no longer wearing their boot. 
That is absolutely fascinating. Dr. Torhorst, in just the last few minutes, give your best advice for people to keep their ankle strong, this fragile joint that's so important for us, to keep their ankles good and strong, and why they should come to Aspirus to see you for their care. Well, my advice with people with their ankles, if you've got ankle instability, you, you know it. And I would recommend that you see a foot and ankle surgeon, a podiatrist, or a foot and ankle surgeon who has specialized in foot and ankle care and done either a fellowship or specialized training in that area. Aspirus uh, has allowed us to move forward with arthroscopic repair of these ligaments. They have uh, allowed us to have the things that we need in the operating room, even in the small towns in which we live here in central Wisconsin, to perform these procedures. The uh, uh, reason that I would come to Aspirus is the uh, Aspirus group has done such a nice job trying to coordinate and work with the physicians who have come with specialized training. I I trained at the University of Louisville and had access to all different types of medicine and medical procedures. We were able to bring that arthroscopy, that technology, that knowledge into central Wisconsin, and Aspirus has let us really move forward with uh, some very cutting-edge ideas in ankle arthroscopy. My recommendation to any patient see a specialist. Come in, uh, have your ankle looked at, see what your options are, and if we can uh, treat you conservatively, wonderful. And if you need surgical procedures, uh, we can certainly perform those right here in central Wisconsin. Thank you so much. It's great information, Dr. Torhorst. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Aspirus Health Talk. And for more information, you can go to aspirus.org. That's aspirus.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.